This is an SJC Radio production. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. This is Pit Stop with Mr. Bird on SJC Radio. Welcome to this um, summer special uh, edition of Pit Stop. Uh, we're all here. When I say here, we're, we're not actually all together. We're, we're recording this remotely. So we've got uh, Ed, Joe, Max uh, uh, and Tom. Hello, everyone. Hello. Hello. Right, so we're going to start off by <laughs> just asking people you just what they've been up to, really. Um, Ed, let's start with you. What have you been up to? There's obviously there's something of, of special interest to all of us here that you've been up to. Yeah, well, a few weeks ago, can't, it was ages ago now, can't <laughs> remember when it was, but um, yeah, Festival of Speed at Goodwood. Excellent. Yeah, really good day. Saw some nice cars, Formula One cars road cars anything really yes yeah, good day out really not much what's else to say what's the highlight Ed? i think seeing the uh f1 cars going up the hill we mm. got right by the start line to watch them and um right. ah. you, you really appreciate how loud they actually are and you saw the glicken house didn't you yeah i understand you're very jealous of that sir yes that's my favorite racing car <laughs> And I've got the photograph, so, so thank you for that. You said it sounded good as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, very, very loud. There were lots of big crashes. I was watching the um, the, uh, the, the the competition elements. Um, were you aware? Of, it probably didn't happen on, on the day you were there, but um, there were lots of big accidents to some very expensive. Racing. There was there was a NASCAR that went up the hill for the shootout yeah. on the Sunday whilst we were there. I saw, um, I saw that that one. That and was, we that's... were, we were at the again. We were at the start, so we didn't see it, but we um, watched it go up, and we saw it on the the big TV. And yeah, it was a huge crash. And that was that was very big, wasn't it? Yeah. After that, we just decided to to head off because it was going to take so long to get it all cleared, and yeah. the weather was coming in, so we decided to call it a day there. Excellent. Okay, so. Just briefly, Ed, what else have you been up to? Sort of... I've been playing, watching a lot of cricket recently. Excellent. Uh, yeah, been to a few games of the New Hundreds. So, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, excellent. Going again on Monday as well. You weren't at the game last night, were you? The, the World no. Right. No, I wasn't at that one. Yeah. Very good. Excellent. Okay, let's move on. Max, what have you been up to? Uh, sleeping a lot. Okay. <laughs> Trying to work out what day of the week it is. Yeah, I, I know the feeling. Yes. Um, sleeping a lot. I um, I've been out on in Langston Harbour quite a lot. 
Uh, is that sailing, paddleboarding, or? I I got a little um I found a little boat in my um in my shed. Yeah. And I got a little outboard for it, so I've just been Ooh. going and poodling around the harbour, going to, to hailing. That's well, that sounds good. It's quite good, good. fun. Excellent. Very good. I haven't seen you paddling, paddleboarding, sir. Oh, you see, I, I do that in Portsmouth Harbour. Ah. I sort of did, did, did that from Portsmouth. So, um, yes, I, I've been out uh, paddleboarding paddle a few times. Not 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 a lot because the weather hasn't been hasn't been great. I've been to a couple of cricket matches. Um, Ed, yeah. um, not I went I went to two of the uh, London Cup matches, the 50 over games. Mm-hmm. Really enjoyed those. Those are really good. At the AGS. At the AGS, yeah, those are excellent. Oh, and I'm going on a bank holiday to I, I to Silverstone for the MotoGP. I've got my tickets. That's good. So I'm very excited about that. Um, let's move on. Joe, what about you? What have you been up to? Uh, almost sort of a combination of the, the two of them. Uh, so some parts of the holiday I've been waking up, you know, in the afternoons, <laughs> not really knowing what day it is. Some days. Uh, well, I've had my fair share. Uh, then I've had my fair share of sort of uh, watching and, and playing loads of sport, which has been great. Um, yeah, it's just been really relaxing. I've really enjoyed it. Really enjoyed the F1 season. The cricket's been good. It's been yeah, and the Olympics was amazing. So yeah, it's just been really good summer so far. Are they still going? Oh. No. Wait, the Olympics finished. Um, yeah, well, it's the Paralympics, I think. <laughs> It's when the Olympics finished? Yes. Yeah. I didn't realise they started. When did they start? <laughs> oh dear. Right. Yes. Uh, they actually started. Yeah, they, they've started. That, and they finished. Finished. You missed all of it, Max. You missed all of it. Never mind. <laughs> Who won anything? I think we won quite a lot, actually. Yeah, no, yeah we won quite a lot, actually. I mean, I, I didn't see any of it for me mainly because that because the lack of spectators i do find it very difficult watching any sport when there's no spectators there but I, th- I think it was a great success actually right okay let's move on um now joe relying on you for this do you have the answer from last episode's um pit stop what do we call it pit stop pilgrimage yes i do can you remind us can you mind us of the clue and give us the answer? It's about uh, the the blind man. Ra- no, hang on. I've got it. I'm being an idiot. Sorry. The clue was in the news for the first time on a river with grass downlands, a pioneering monastery chimed lever. This week you'll be on four different flights and a train to travel over two days in a distance of 5,000 568 miles answer in our bonus august summer episode well that, that, that's now okay yeah that's the clue did anybody get the answer i didn't no i haven't looked at it to be honest no but i have the answer here hours on it countless hours did you max yeah yeah but i just couldn't get Cause it because your preparation's so good yeah i'm so prepared um, Okay, Joe, let's have the answer then. Uh, so when I gave you the clue, this is from the producer, um, it was the week that a plaque was unveiled in, Mich- I might pronounce this wrong, sorry, in Michel Delver, Michel Diva, 
was unveiled to mark the first UK Michel car Deva. Michel Deva, there you go. Yes, yes. Um, the crew broken down to the river, which was talked about with the grass downlands, was a river that runs through the town. Uh, the monastery mentioned with the chimed lever. Uh, the monastery was turned into the estate of the town, which is now the monastery was turned into an estate. And within those grounds of the estate is the grounds which were the town was built in. And chimed lever is an anagram for Michel Deva. What what's what's the motor? So this is Mitchell Deva near Winchester, isn't it? Yes, uh, but Mitchell Deva. There we are. Right. So, so I, what's I, I've the, never heard what, of it. No, well, I've heard of Mitchell Deva. What is the motorsport link? I've got no idea. Uh, the motorsport link is it was where the first UK car journey took place. Ah, oh, really? There you go. That's, that's interesting. That is very interesting. And do you have? The new clue. Hold on. Oh, are we doing that? The new clue. To, are we saying the new clue now? Or that, that Tom's nodding yes. So, Joe, do you have the new clue? I do. Excellent. Um, so oh, the right. new clue. And the answer is at the start of the next series. Yes. Yeah. The, the atmosphere is electric here, where big cats rule. Let's listen to the tick rap. It's a 44-mile car journey. And that's all I we've got. I'm, I'm actually quite confident I can do that one, actually. Um, How come? Because I think it's so I, close. Got it. I think I know what, what the anagram is. Max, you think you've got it already? Well, that, that's impressive. Oh, yeah. Right? Prepared. Very good. Well, um, always, yeah. <laughs> excellent. So that's one I think, I think we can probably work out for, for next time, or by next time. We're going over to Tom now. Tom, the producer, who's got an update on our listening stats. I think this is for the podcast, isn't it, Tom? Yeah, hello. Thanks for having me on. Uh, so <laughs> uh, we've got an update. Uh, so basically we're a year in now to having Pit Stop uh, as our show. It was kind of our, our first uh, weekly show we got going on SJC Radio. You'll be pleased to know it's still our most popular, so you're still uh, you're oh. still top of the charts. Um, so yeah, in the last year, so in since since we got going uh, in the UK, you've got 458 listeners now. So you've really started to uh, accumulate the listeners, which is great. Uh, but what you always like to hear is the breakdown of the countries. I know yeah. we have our little meetings pre-show. Uh, and, and we love our Dutch listeners as well. There's 188 of them now, uh, which actually nearly makes up a quarter of your listening for, uh, kind of demographic. So there you go. Uh, but we've also got some new countries that made their way on since we last updated everyone on kind of where everyone's listening from. I'll run through them really quickly. We've got some in the US. Uh, we've got five as well in Belgium. Uh, and then the rest of these have either got two or one. Um, but we've got Canada, France, Ireland, Japan, Mexico, Sweden, Germany, Guatemala, really? uh, Italy. Guatemala? And, I didn't, yeah. I, I didn't and, know that. And your most recent one is a Polish listener. So hello to all of you. Uh, make sure you get in touch with us as well. Uh, it'd be lovely to hear from some of the, the foreign listeners, especially. But also, if you're listening in the UK, I mean, we can also see on our stats, there are people all over the UK, kind of, I'm just looking down my list now, kind of as far north as kind of uh, Rochdale and uh, kind of 
uh, Leeds, we've got listeners, but all down the country as well. Gloucester, Doncaster, up north as well. Uh, Bath, Sandown, Reading, Manchester. Uh, and then, of course, lots of local to Portsmouth as well, uh, all around the south coast. And uh, But, yeah, it's, it's, it'd be great to hear from you all. Uh, pitstop at stjohnscollege.co.uk's email to get in touch. And uh, hashtag SJC Pitstop on social media, and we'll pick that up. Uh, and it'd be great to get some uh, interaction with our listeners. But, yeah, that's your little listening update. I think Guatemala is our most exotic um, sort of location, I think. Definitely. Oh, I think probably to the radio overall. Very good. Right, that's moving on. But moving on. Now, next item, it says race reports. Now, at the weekend, there was sort of, there was no Formula One at the, hold on, was there? No. The weekend no. just gone, it was MotoGP. And we didn't do predictions on this one, but there was uh, a new winner, Jorge Martin. Uh, took his first win. I, again, he, he's a rookie um, on the. He's on the Cape. He's on the no. He's on the Primat Ducati. Also, the first ever win for the Primat Ducati team. So that was a surprise. Um, Moto Two. That was Bezeki. That was his first win of the season. Moto Three was a really good race. Actually, went down to the second to last corner. Pedro Costa, the championship leader, he won that. Uh, and we're, we're back to the Red Bull ring again this weekend. Um, so it was the steering Grand Prix last weekend, same as Formula One. And this weekend it's the Austrian MotoGP. Now, I thought rather than go through all the races from, you know, the last, I don't know, five weeks or so, I think it's a better idea if we go around to each of you and just ask you what your motorsport highlight has been over the last month or so. So I'm going to go to Joe first. Joe, what race stands out for you uh, this holiday? What's been your motorsport highlight? There Joe? have been so there have been so many highlights. It's yes, been I'm a great I'm, season from this year. So I'm try I'm going to try not to be greedy and I'm going to try and leave some for the others. Yeah. Uh, for me, I'm going to have to say the Hungarian Grand Prix. I thought you might. Uh, there were three three key events in there which I, which I really enjoyed watching yeah. so there were wow, Williams getting points both Williams oh, yes. and points yeah. Yeah. first time that's happened I think since 2016 no 2017 oh. I believe actually um yeah. and yeah that's pretty amazing uh Esteban Ocon obviously winning nobody um, saw that coming did they <laughs> nope or Fernando Alonso defending against uh, Hamilton for so many laps is uh, really good to watch really exciting we want more of this um so yeah this so far this season it's been been great so that, okay that's good Max what about you and don't tell me you predicted uh Ocon winning because that prediction I did I got, I got that Ocon I thought it was Ocon Vettel Hamilton I think my official prediction yeah was. it was and that prediction was received at four o'clock on Sunday evening no, I think that must have just been delayed. This is retrospective uh, predicting, isn't it? Right, Max. Will it stand? Um, no. Um, Max, what's been your motorsport highlight of the holiday? Seeing Lewis Hamilton struggle in the Hungarian Grand Prix. Seeing him? Well, he came second. Well, did he, he came second in the end, didn't he? Yeah, because so Bass like, was disqualified. I know, but he could have won quite easily. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. I don't like him anymore. 
did, did you used to like him? Not really. Okay. <laughs> you see what Jeremy Clarkson have said about him? I thought it was hilarious. Well, what, what did he no, say? No, but I did see. He basically name. said that he was being pathetic. He needs a what? slap on the bottom. Okay. Oh, and well, he well, stopped why, paying tax. And why, why was this? Because he thought the way he acted in the Hungarian Grand Prix, complaining about Fernando Alonso cheating, which he did. Oh, okay, okay. And then him on the podium, flopping like a fish, as he said. Right. There was a, a thing in the paper I read just now about Lewis Hamilton, about the fact that he, he was maybe, I don't know, some Instagram thing posted from his private jet, and he was boasting that he, his, he feeds his dog vegetarian food. <laughs> it's a bit silly really never mind right um ed what about you you're well, he was saying he had long covid didn't he uh, yeah. yes he was and you're right to that i haven't that, actually that, heard an update on him so that maybe sounds, uh, that sounds like an excuse i blocked him so i wouldn't know <laughs> but ed <laughs> oh, you're, you're... he stopped contacting you now then Max? yeah he was <laughs> ed, you're almost spamming you. highlight well, if you cast your, your minds back a few weeks, you remember that we had the first ever sprint race at oh, Silverstone. Yes. Of course we did. Yes. Um, I couldn't watch it. I couldn't watch it live. But from what I've heard, I think people quite enjoyed it. Which... So did you see it, though, Ed? You said you couldn't watch it live, but did you actually? Yeah, watch I've, it? I've, I've watched it. Yeah. But um, so yeah, I think that... it went down well. So are you saying that's something you particularly enjoyed or you just think that's a particularly significant moment to motorsport? Uh, it's definitely significant. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, it's in a way, it's nice to see these changes and um, them trying new stuff because I think, yeah, people enjoyed it. And uh, it wouldn't be enough. something that I'd be disappointed to have more of. I wouldn't want it every race, though. No. Funny enough. Yeah, uh, I agree with him. I, I watched it. I watched it live. I wasn't too sure what I was watching, whether it was a race or whether it was a, a session. Um, and after having watched that, I didn't watch the race the following day because I felt I had seen the race. Mm. I thought so, it was better than the race. I, I, I'm probably because the staff had got taken out. Yeah, I, that's I just, probably why. My, my question is this. Um, where, where, we obviously, you know, in the stats, you know, you look at the sort of number of pole positions that people have and what have you. Who was who took pole in the British Grand Prix then? Max Stappen. Well, I think. But he didn't start from pole. But what I'm saying is, in, in the records, um, hold on, in the records, Hamilton will go. Sorry. Who was on pole? So I'm getting confused. So now. Lewis Hamilton won the qualifying session, which was to set the grid for a sprint. So he's That's, king yeah. speed or something, they called it. Uh, but officially, Max Verstappen won the sprint, so therefore right. he sat on pole. So, so what I'm the, saying is, in, in the record books, who goes down in pole position in the record books for Verstappen? Verstappen. I've just, I've just Googled so, it. It says Max Verstappen. But the trouble with that is, Max Verstappen's on pole... But he didn't set the fastest lap. Yeah. This is the problem I have. So, so from now on, if we if we have all these qualifying races, the, the, it mucks up the stats because the idea is if you got the most most pole positions, it means that you are the quickest driver over a single lap. Well, if you if you were to have qualifying races at every single Grand Prix, 
if you end up on pole position, it no longer means you're the fastest over a single lap. It no, means you've won a, it means you've won a shortened race. See that that's a slight problem I have. Well, I, I like it. I like it. I thought it was interesting, and you saw lots of you know moves from the, the middle order type thing. You know, trying to get up into the top ten shootout. I really enjoyed it. Uh, um, I think the race length was pretty good. You wouldn't want it any longer than seventeen laps. I think obviously Silverstone's relatively long circuit anyway, so it probably would be extended. But that sort of distance I really liked, and there was a lot of overtaking, which I was worried there wouldn't be because I thought there could have been a case where people weren't willing to lose positions. Yeah. Um, but, but they were, which was, which was really good to see. People were actually taking it, not, not that they wouldn't take it seriously, it's Formula One, but people take it seriously as in, you know, they're actually going for overtakes. They made it exciting to watch. Uh, I agree with both of you, though. So, Ed, I think that I wouldn't want it every race. I think for a certain few tracks and for a certain few weeks of the year, it would make it a bit more interesting, but certainly not every time. Maybe I don't know four races five races a year because it adds this real oomph to yeah. the weekend and it makes the weekend a bit more and then there's more to it then isn't there because there's, there's racing there's something that matters on a friday which really uh, makes it interesting but i do agree with you how you get a qualifying stat but you haven't actually been the quickest over a lap so yeah. whether they need to change that to um whether they need to change a different stat like he was quickest in the sprint or something i yeah. don't know about that but um, I really enjoyed it. I thought the race leg was quite a plenty of overtaking. I wonder whether, we, we mentioned earlier about the cricket, Ed, you mentioned you've been to some of the 100 matches. Mm. The way that sport is going, it's sort of, um, you know, if, if, if we can project forward 10 years, I wouldn't be surprised in 10 years' time, or, or, or maybe sooner than that, that you actually have two races at every single weekend. Bit like well, superbikes they have three races actually. That you actually have a race on a Saturday, which determines the grid for the race on the Sunday. I wouldn't be surprised if F- in F1 the future love that because yeah. the amount of tickets they would sell. Yeah, I, I, I also wonder whether what will happen. Well, I think that will happen. That you'll end up every single race meeting will be a race on a Saturday and a race on a Sunday, and I think the Sunday race might end up being slightly shorter than it currently is because that seems the way that the world is going, isn't it? Where where people have shorter attention spans. Take the 100, for example, that, that's just 100 balls, isn't it? I mean, the idea of 2020 cricket that it was that it would appeal to people who aren't particularly interested in cricket because it's because it's a much shorter format. Well, then that's the 100 is 20 balls less than 2020. So it's the way the world is going, isn't it? Um, you, shorten the, you shorten the sports down uh, so it appeals to people who aren't particularly, who, who might not be you know, big fans of that sport. So I, I wouldn't be surprised in five years' time, every single Grand Prix is a doubleheader, both races being about, maybe the Saturday race being half an hour, the Sunday race being 40 minutes. I don't know, that, that's just a, a that, that's just a, a theory that I have anyway. Um, we're talking can about... I, oh. Can I ask uh, Joe and Ed a quick question? Yes. At, at Silverstone, they released the new 2022 car didn't they yeah am i the only one that didn't yeah. see the whole thing around that because they leaked it on their instagram like three weeks before there's always been yeah. like uh an idea of what it was going to look like and like provisional sort of right. photos but they haven't actually like shown what it will look Confirmed. like uh, yeah. right. 
Well, which is what they revealed on. Ugly. I think yeah, it looks but... all right. I don't, I don't know. If, 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 delivery I... they released it in looked like a DVD. Oh, the the horrible delivery just. <laughs> well, one thing I knew you would be pleased of, sir. Yeah. Um, is is a thing coming up here, and it was um, it was on gpblog.com, and it was about how Formula twenty uh, in Formula One uh, in twenty twenty two onwards, how cars will be affected so much less uh, by dirty air, meaning that cars can follow each other more closely, and so that means DRS will be obsolete, and that is directly quoting Toto Wolf, and him and both him and Toto Wolf were saying how. Uh, sorry, both him and Zach Brown were saying about how DRS they expect to be uh, phased out soon enough, and I, I'm sure you'll like that. Yeah, um, yeah. Will yeah. DRS still be a thing? Because I couldn't see how the wing could move on the new car. So it is still a. It will still be a thing next year. Well, as they were saying, it might not be because if but the cars are able to follow a lot closer, there's no point yeah. giving one car behind a lasting advantage when they don't particularly need it. Ah, uh, yeah, true. So g- going back, so going back to motorsport highlights, um, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna choose Formula One actually. Um, up until last weekend, there wasn't MotoGP either. Two events that that I enjoyed watching. Uh, one was the Monza Six Hours. That's the third round of the World Endurance Championship. Uh, yeah, I really enjoyed watching that. Uh, the Glickenhaus, uh, which I said would never be competitive. Uh, there were two of them at Monza. Um, one of them actually led a lap. Uh, and, then, and then I think Julie r- ran into some reliability uh, issues. But it was, I, I just found it very watchable watching, I mean, the Glickenhaus is, a, is, a, is my favourite racing car. Watching really um, good looking racing cars, you know, racing around Monza, which is a brilliant circuit for six hours. Uh, I found that very watchable. I also, I've also started watching the DTM because the DTM now is for GT3 cars um, and I enjoyed watching around from the from the Lausitz ring um, I, that, that was that was very good Lausitz ring yeah. uh, the actual layout they used was excellent because they used this very fast well they used turn one of the trioval which is a, a banked flat out banked left-hander uh, so I enjoyed watching that and old um, yeah I I yeah, Joe. Sorry, I just just before you moved on, I've re- that was one thing I forgot to mention. And as soon as you mentioned it, I was like, "Yeah, that's it." Um, I, I've really enjoyed watching the highlights of DTN. It's good, DTN, um, because the, the the races are fifty five minutes, and they have yep. one pit stop. They've got to change tires. That's it. And of course, the beauty now they're racing using GT three cars. There's no DRS. Um, the racing's really good. Um, who's the Formula One driver? Uh, Albon. Alex Albon, uh, and I'm really enjoying was, watching his teammate, well, uh, Liam Lawson. Liam Lawson's Kiwi, doing really, really two. well. And, and Albon, I think, is, well, was struggling. But there was a race uh, in Belgium, Zolder, last weekend. And they have two races, by the way. They have one on the Saturday and one on the Sunday. On the Saturday race, Albon would have won it, but he mucked up his pit stop. I think he, did he stall his car when, when he was released? Um, had he not mucked up his pit stop, he would have actually won uh, a round of the DTM. Um, speaking one thing to do, stall the car. Speaking of DTM, yeah, at Festival of Speed they have both they have both Alex Albon and Liam Lawson's 
really uh dtm cars and um, look, we managed they, to to see liam lawson as well which was really? yeah that, they, they look amazing yeah, i they? really like they're them. very nice looking cars yeah, yeah. i think the alpha tauri one oh i really like the alpha tauri ferrari i think it looks mm. amazing yeah that's brilliant you got any did you get any, any photos of those Ed? uh yeah i did actually if the photos are good we might have to print them off and put them on my classroom wall yeah I'll see, I'll see if I can find some decent ones for you. Because you got the Glicken House. Yeah, got the Glicken House. Although you did, I think you, 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 I think you haven't got the tail of the car in it. But never mind. I think, I think we can still print <laughs> yeah, that off. I've got, I've got quite a few, so I'm sure right. if I show you them, you can. Yeah, we'll, select right. which ones are best. <laughs> we'll put some of them up, up on the classroom wall. Um, right now, let's move on. It says here news. I'm going to start off. There's obviously been quite a lot of news. I'm going to just mention one item of news, and it's big news, is that Valentino Rossi is retiring uh, from MotoGP at the end of this season. No great surprise there because he has been struggling. Um, so what it means is when I go to Silverstone, uh, it'll be the last time, um, it's the last opportunity to see Valentino Rossi. And they reckon that as a result of that, they reckon that the remaining MotoGPs will, will be a complete sellout because people want you know, one last opportunity to see uh, Rossi. So um, that's the big MotoGP news. No, no great surprise. I, I, I kind of predicted that. Um, what about you lot? A any big items of news? I don't think there's been Bar very that. much. No. Oh, there was Sebastian Vettel's disqualification. Yeah, yeah. And then I Aston guess, Martin's appeal. Yeah, I, I guess. They've now withdrawn. I guess because mo MotoGP have had their summer break, and I guess that's when you get sort of you know, con you know contracts being sorted out and what have you. So I guess that's why you get big news in MotoGP. Maybe not so much. Well, the F1 pretty much all the seats are rumored to be tied down by the time we go back to Spa. Yeah. Are we in? Are we in? We are, aren't we? In the we are in summer break. Yeah. We're in the summer break yeah. for one. Oh, yeah. hold on. And the next race is Spa. Well, well when is that? What what date yeah. is that? Seventh of August. I'm not sure. Seventh, I think. So what's that? I think it's the twenty seventh of August. No, twenty ninth of August. Yeah, that's that's the bank holiday. So that's the okay. That's the same weekend as um, the MotoGP actually. Okay, let's move on. Um, do you? Uh, let's go with Ed. I think. Who am I? Your your. You're ready for that. Am I right? Yeah, yeah, all good. I'm just right. Hold on. I'm just let me just I'm just writing down. So you've got we're going to give ourselves 10 questions. Right. Who wants to start off? Are you dead or alive? Uh, are you dead? Uh, Hold on. Oh, interesting. He's thinking about this. <laughs> this could be quite a big clue. Yes. Hold on. Hold on. You're 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 dead. I'm dead. Right. Well, that that's going to narrow well, it down quite a lot. And also, he thought he could have been alive, so it's right, someone so recent, uh, probably not yeah. a big racing incident. That that's interesting. Right. Okay. Yeah. That's another question then. Um. Uh, okay. Have you? Uh. Were you? Well, you must have been a Formula One driver. Did you win any Grand Prix? Yes. Right. Okay. Were you a world champion? Okay. Yes. Well, okay. Hold on. Straight away, I think I've got the answer. But I'm, I'm not going to. What was that, Tom? You're good. You're good. 
Who do you think? Well, the next one, I'm going to ask the next question. Um, are you from South America? Were you from South America? Not are you, not are you? Yes. Well, I know the answer already. I'm not going to say it, though. I'm going to let you two work it out. Is it Santa? No, he wouldn't know if Senna was dead. Well, hold on. Uh, Ed Senna's, well, actually, you're right. He's from, South Af- from South America. He was a world champion, and he is dead. Champion. But he would know he was dead. He would, it would be a guarantee. <laughs> yes. <sure. laughs> Unless yeah, it's a mind game. Well, we've got... Okay, Max, you got a question then? Um, did you win more than two world championships? Yes. Well, uh, okay. Hold on. Uh, Are not, you right? Okay. Can I ask? Yes, I think I think you can ask the question. Are you Ayrton Senna? No. Oh. <laughs> I think <laughs> we saw that coming. <laughs> A South American, multiple Formula One world champion, who is dead and is not Ayrton Senna. Yep. Okay. Um, Maldonado. Are you? Oh. We sort of need to cut out. So there's two main countries they'll come from. It'll yeah. be Brazil or Argentina, most yeah. probably. So, yeah. um, are you... You said it's not Steno. Are you Argentinian? Yes. Right, I, I know the answer now. Oh, I do. I do, actually. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, oh, it makes sense now. I've got Ask it. the question, Joe. Are you... Uh, what's his first name? Yeah, Fangio. that's it. Um, Juan Miguel Fangio, I think it is. I am Juan Manuel Fangio. Well yes, and that that explains the hesitancy over "Are you alive?" Because obviously, yeah. you know, if, if, if <laughs> I think if it was Senna, I would have said right straight away, yes. He would well, be ninety at least. No, he was fifty when he raced. <laughs> I didn't well, know that. He could have been alive, Max. It's not. It's not beyond. You know, yeah. it's not beyond. Um, you know. No, but people live a when long you're time. 50, Max. That's really, really old, anyway, isn't it? When you what? Sorry. I was saying when you're 50, that's really, really old anyway. I think that's probably when you're in your prime, actually. Um, <laughs> let, let's move on. You've got um, one you go before you reach your prime. Go there. Exactly, exactly. Joe, um, fact of the week. I think you've you usually got a very good fact of the week lined up. Yes. So I, I think you're going to be surprised by this one. Um, okay. So we have four people. These four men have won 22% of all F1 races ever. Who are they? Well, Hamilton, um, obviously. Schumacher, Hamilton, Senna? Yes. No, Prost. Schumacher, Hamilton, correct. Oh, uh, oh, oh uh, Vettel. Oh, 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 oh. Louder. And Vettel. And then <laughs> the real fact was, but I, did, I didn't realise if anyone oh. had seen it, it was... These three men have won 22% of all races. So I've added uh, Mazepin in there. Ah, yeah. So you wouldn't get it. Oh, funny. Because it is technically still correct. Because yes. Mazepin, Schumacher, Hamilton and Vettel combined have won 22% of all F1 races ever. Yeah. So there you go. You're so um, funny. Actually, I'll tell you, what, tell you what, Joe. A better fact would have been, had you just done Hamilton and Vettel, who are still currently racing... That would have been quite interesting. You probably can't well, do the maths just now, but um, so you're saying that three drivers have won a fifth of all the Grand Prix. Yeah, four drivers. Yeah. Well, three drivers. 
Well, I don't know. I reckon it's we don't have long to wait until Mavericks. The future, yeah, yeah, in the future. Yeah. It Maybe Latifi too. He's an up and coming talent. Yeah, well, I mean, he got P8. That's the, that's the starting brick. <laughs> like nine people out. Right, let's move on. Um, let's have a look. Um, now, predictions, all there is. Oh, no, I'll tell you what, I can start off with the predictions table. Um, I think lead, am I not? Well, actually, funny enough, Max, there was a race. It must have been the British Grand Prix, which you did really well in. You actually got two of the top three 100% correct. So it's bad really? news. Well, was, was, this, was this one of his guesses after the race had happened? No, I would have got all three. I'll tell you what. Oh, that, that might explain it, Joe. So I'll do the uh, table in reverse order. Unfortunately, it's not good news for me because in last position, in fourth, it's myself on 290. Max, you've shot up because you did so well in the British Grand Prix. Max, you're on 330. Joe, you're just ahead on 350. And Ed, you're still ahead. You're in the lead on 370. Now, the good news for me is that this weekend, really, well, there are other events on, but the big event is the MotoGP from Austria. This is where I'm hoping to, to claw back some points here. Max, I want your top three for okay. Austrian um, MotoGP. Listen to his fabulous pronunciation. Right, okay. P1. Yeah. Quattro. Ah, yeah. Hold on. Yeah, Quattro got him. Quattro. Yeah. yeah. Two. Two, Zarco. Yeah. Three. Three. I think I'm going to take everyone out of the... I've just got this perfectly. Yeah. Valentino Rossi. Wow. Interesting. Right, let's go to Ed. Yes. Yeah, so I think I think we're going to make third place yours now before it happens. <laughs> um, yes, Ed? I'm going to go with... Ooh... Alex Rins to win. Yeah. I'm going to go safe option, Quattararo P2. And then P3, Brad Binder. Oh, yeah. Actually, he he was fourth, I think, last weekend. Um, Joe. Joe? I'm going to go with the Maverick Vinales win. Yeah. Quattararo. And then rounding out the podium, we're going to go Zarko. What's interesting here is that that uh, is that Ducati have won every single uh, MotoGP at the Red Bull Ring, every single one, and none of you have gone for Ducati to win, which I'm very happy about. Now let's think about this. Now none of you surprisingly went for Jorge Martin, who won last weekend on a Ducati. Um, so what am I going to do here? I'm going to go for well, well funny enough. I'm not going to go for Ducati. I'm going to go for Mia to win. Second place, I'm going to go for Miller. And third place, no, second place, I'm going to go for Martin, who won last weekend. And third place, I'm going to go for Miller. In theory, that should see me overtake Max. Max. Really? I've got an even bolder prediction. I'll tell you what, Max, if Rossi comes third... I will be stunned by that. Well, I've got That'd a be... better prediction. I've got the best prediction. This will ensure I win, and I'll say it now, okay? Valentino Rossi will win every remaining race of a MotoGP season. Do, do you want me to put Rossi... Put money on it? 
Um, Max, do you want me to put to change your prediction from Quattro to Rossi to win? I'm happy to do that. I no, think we should lock that in for the rest of the season. So. Okay, so after this one. Right, so I'm quite confident I might overtake Max. Right, right let's, move, let, let's move on. Have we, got the same, have we got the same opinion with F1 with Mazepin and Latifi, Max? Mazepin, <laughs> Latifi, Mick Schumacher, yeah? Right. No, I reckon Schumacher's dropping off their pace. Is it worth... Um, Devin Hatsy. Just thinking here. No, I, th- I think we'll leave the predictions uh, where they are. Um, Tom, I was just wondering, Tom, do you want to talk about um, the um, the next episode, Tom? Because it's a little bit special. I don't know if you... Because you, yeah, you well, series this all up. So I thought... Okay, so we're a year into pit stop now, and we're into... Well, we're going to be into series four in September. Uh, and actually, you guys don't even know this yet, so I'm revealing this to everyone at the same time. But throughout Series 4, we're actually going to be joined by various different guests uh, from around the most sport industry. Uh, and we're kicking it all off in Episode 1 with our first ever interview, uh, well, other than some internal ones we've done in St. John's. Um, and it's going to be uh, with someone called Patrick, who works for Jaguar Formula E team. Um, so we're going to have some special guests throughout the series, but we've got an interview of him lined up for you in episode one. Um, so I'm for one really looking forward to it. I know you guys all are and you've all been uh, prepping some questions to ask him. But um, if that's not something that's going to bring you back for series four in September, I'm not sure what will. But episode one, we've got that interview. Uh, and talking of interviews, I'm going to do I'm going to try and do a smooth link. Uh, Finn's been chatting uh, to us as well and I'm aware we skipped him out earlier on didn't we Mr Bud? Um, I, I've got a I've got a recording Finn has made a recording I haven't yet got it on something which I can then give to you because I've got the recording on a it's a whatsapp recording but yeah, by the time right. this goes out we would have seamlessly edited it okay hi Finn here I've had a great summer so far I've wakeboarded windsurfed and I'm going to do some sailing and paddleboarding over the week so my thoughts on the British, British Grand Prix are the so coming off the start line around turn one I think the crash between Hamilton and Verstappen is kind of soft He's, Hamilton's done well to get out with only a 10 second penalty I reckon the FIA should have been a lot harsher with that one and also I think Charles Leclerc really deserved the win. He raced so well up until those two last lap but he had engine problems. I kind of feel quite bad. Um and for the upcoming Hungarian Grand Prix on the thirtieth, I'm feeling quite positive that the clerk's gonna make a podium again. Verstappen P one, Hamilton P two. What's that? I di- I didn't think you had a mobile phone. Well I've got a mobile phone, it lives at home. Um now I'm gonna ask gonna ask a slightly bizarre question. Um, no, I'll ask this what's, after what's we finish the recording. What, what's that? What's the point of taking Exactly, there's no point having a smartphone. You. Your smartphone should be switched off. And so you're smart enough. You don't need a phone to remind you yes. how smart you are. Exactly. Nobody needs a smartphone on them. No, nobody does. Right. Um, I think that probably wraps up our, our summer special. Um, so um, I hope everybody enjoys the rest of the summer. And uh, you know, please tune in to episode one of uh, series four it must be i think by now excellent right so um yeah so uh, it's goodbye from me goodbye from ed goodbye from joe goodbye from max 
This was an SJC radio production. It was presented and written by Mr. Bird, Joe, Ed, Max and Finn. And it also features a special guest, the producer and editor of the episode, Tom Russell. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Thank you for listening to this episode of Pit Stop with Mr. Bird. There's a few new things I want to make you aware of. We've got a new website, which you can find by going online to shows.acast.com forward slash pitstop, where you can also find links to our Twitter and uh, on the About page, more information about the hosts as well. We're also on lots more platforms in addition to where you're listening to us now. So we're now on Spotify, Google Podcasts, iTunes, Apple Podcasts and Amazon Music and lots more, as well as TuneIn like we've been on since we started. So head over to those platforms to subscribe on the most convenient one for you and find all our back catalogue of episodes to listen to again as well.